Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back. And by the way, thank you for all the great feedback on yesterday's podcast. It seems that many of you, that'd be all of you, (laughs) are having a challenge getting your listings sold, getting them priced correctly, positioning them on the market so they correctly reflect the market's expectations. And we've been giving you a lot of drill down information about how to go about uh, doing that positioning correctly the first time so you get that house sold. And so today we're picking up on point number six, Julie Harris. Yes, point number six, know what the seller's time frame is. This is on your list of things to know before you actually take the listing. Ideally, when do they need to close and move by? This is part of your seller pre-qualification script. Do they even have a time frame? Have they considered buying first and selling second? Building? Are they relocating? Timing is often more important than price and may also affect your strategy. You can also use this information to close for the signature once you actually have the information. So we can accomplish your goal of selling before the new school year. Now is the best time to get your home on the market. Is a for example script, but sometimes you'll find sellers, again, it's weird. I know this is a lot of, you know, advanced coaching, if you will. I'm just doing my best in the amount of time we have with you guys on the podcast, because this really is more training than coaching right now on the podcast, because obviously we're not coaching, we're training you right now. But when we're going through these points, I'm always remembering all the little nuanced answers that a seller can give. And one of the, frankly, the biggest challenges is when a seller isn't willing to share with you their motivation. And so, and that might happen with a for sale by owner, it might happen with an expired, just might happen with an ordinary seller for no particular reason. For some reason, sometimes they hold on to that motivation question like it's the Hope Diamond or something. It's bizarre. They may have read it somewhere in a negotiation book at work that said, don't let the other side know what your motivation is. Or maybe if they're a first-time seller, their dad said, you know, don't tell the agent too much stuff. Well, you just said it though. It's because they're perceiving that you're the other side, right? right? You haven't formed that trusting relationship with them yet. So there are other scripts that we give you in Premier Coaching to help root out from the seller what their exact motivation is. So Mr. Seller, just so that I'm clear, if we were to sell this property in the next 60 to 90 days, um, would that present a problem for you? Or Mr. Seller, uh, once we find a buyer and the buyer wants to be in the house in the next 60 to 90 days, where will you go next? Those types of questions. So don't just give up if they're uh, hesitant to give you the answer to the question the first time. You got to go back after them and you got to ask that question many times because really, guys, the motivation of the seller, that arguably that's even more important than price, condition, and location. Because if the seller's not motivated, they're not going to give you a good price. If the seller's not motivation motivated, they're not going to you know fix any condition issues. If the seller's not motivated, you are pretty much wasting your time. So it's really, really critical that you understand the seller motivation. And I'll tell you something that's very fascinating too. Knowing the motivation of the seller does give you a competitive advantage when you know the motivation prior to going on the appointment. Remember, uh, the theme of yesterday's and today's podcast is don't go unless you do know, or don't go unless you know. And that's the answer to all these questions. Point number seven, Julie. Yes. Point number seven, know the seller's motivation. Now this sounds like the last point. The last point had to do with time frame, but know their actual motivation. When you know why they want to, or ideally have to move, you can use this to stay on task during the appointment, referring to their needs, making it all about them, making it more about them than about you. Your job is to be a problem solver. Again, this knowledge helps you close 
close. It's not because you want a listing this afternoon. It's because in order for them to get what they want, what they want, then you have to have the following strategy. Now, remember, all these questions, all the things that we're training you on right now are uh, written out for you to use in the seller prequalification script. And that is uh, step two of our seven-step listing process is to thoroughly prequalify the seller. What we're doing now is we're trying to help you understand the importance of asking the questions. Because one thing we've learned over the last two decades of doing this is even if we give you a script, a lot of you, for some reason that frankly I've never understood, you will answer, you will avoid the questions you will edit the questions. You'll rewrite the questions. Skip the questions. Skip the questions, right. Pretend they don't exist. And I know, actually, I do know why. Because yeah. any of the questions result in your mind that might result in any kind of conflict with the seller are the questions that you will avoid. But you need to realize that the very questions that you're feeling hesitant to ask are the most important questions to get answered because it does, does give you a huge advantage in walking into that seller's house. Remember, don't go on the listing appointment unless you know the answers to these questions and all the questions are answered in our seller prequalification script. Well, and let me let me point out a distinction here. What we're doing on the podcast is indeed training. We're exposing you to the fact that there's a whole bunch of stuff that you ought to know before you show up to a listing appointment, which will enable you to more likely not just take the listing, but actually get it sold. Now, coaching is the drill down. It's the difference between, hey, here's some questions you ought to ask versus here's how to ask the question. You wandered into this a minute ago, probably without realizing because you've done it so many times. And that is when you ask a seller about their time frame or their motivation, until they know you, and even if maybe it's a past client from a few years ago and you haven't talked for a while, they might say something like, well, if it sells, it sells. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And yet you're going to still ask that pre-qualifying question. Well, so if, if a buyer's ready to buy and close in the next 16 to 90 days, what does that do to your plans? Now, that is important. It's a script question. It's not the entire pre-qual script because a seller cannot answer that with the same thing. Well, if it sells, it sells, it does. I have to think about it. I have to think, well, gosh, what if you did bring me a contract in 60 to 90 days? What would that do to my plans? And now I have to actually tell you something. Well, also there's something you have to, practitioners, real estate professionals, you have to remember you don't have experience in a, in a most of you in a buyer's market, let alone a changing market. And most of your sellers won't either. They've only been owning real estate during a boom seller's market. Um, so that means their expectations of how long it's actually going to take to sell a home is incorrect. And I'll give you a, for example, that should hopefully drive this point home. Let's say, for example, they actually have to have this house sold and closed within 90 days. And you don't know that they're prior that they have to have it sold and closed within 90 days. They think that's realistic because after all, their three previous homes they've sold in the last 15 years have sold and closed in 90 days. And they don't realize that the market's changed. In many markets, it's still changing. And you guys watch this time next year, it's going to be average days in the market, it's going to be five or six months. That's what's going to happen. So sellers have the wrong idea of how long it takes to sell a house. So if you're not rooting out their motivation, if you're not rooting out what their actual time frame is, to Julie's point, you're going to get fired because you're going to take too long to get it priced correctly. You're going to, you know, frankly, not do the job necessary to get the house positioned correctly so that it does indeed sell. And that goes to pricing, which we've talked about in previous podcasts, but we really drill down and obviously in Premier Coaching. If you've not yet joined Premier Coaching, we made it really easy for you. It's free. Just text the word Premier, P-R-E-M-I-E-R to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. And yes, that does include um, access to the daily semi-private coaching call with a Harris certified coach. So text the word premier to 47372. Um, there's guys, when you just 
you know, do that now. If you haven't joined yet, just text the word hundreds of you have. So I remember or have to remind myself there's tens of thousands that listen every day. So there's quite a few of you that haven't joined yet, right? So text the word premier to 47372. We'll text you back a, a link to a website, click it, and then you'll see all the things that are included that you get instant access to. Um, you're going to be overwhelmed with the amount of content we provide for you. It is an incredibly generous offer that we're giving you full access to the first level of Premier Coaching 100% for free, including a daily semi-private coaching call every workday. So just text the word Premier to 47372 or just go to members dot com. You want an answer to the problem that is the market. That is your solution. Yeah. Text the word Premier to 47372 or just go to members dot Com. Remember when texting message and data rates may apply. Point number eight, Julie Harris. Point number eight, another drill down question. Know what happens if the home doesn't sell or I know that's a shocking thought. Homes <laughs> might not sell or if they don't get their price or maybe in their time frame. Is keeping the house an option? Are they just dabbling to see how it goes or are they serious? And I think that question is one of the most important ones in today's market because we have this aspirational pricing because you know sellers for the time being I think to your previous point will pull out the one comp from like last month their neighbor's house that sold really fast believing that that's still going to happen every time and try to ignore the other three homes that have sat on the market or maybe the two of them that have had price reductions in a shifting market it is more challenging so you have to know who is just seeing if they can squeeze that last drop of aspirational pricing out of the market or do they absolutely have to sell the home? And this comes out with investors as well, where maybe they're going to try it while it's a vacant rental. And if it sells for their price, they'll take it. If not, they'll keep it as a rental. There's lots of different iterations of this. But the thing that, that I think uh, is really important here is when somebody has to sell, they are a bit less coy about it. They're a bit more obvious. You don't have to ask like five different questions to get it out of them. Generally, they're going to say, you know what? Our family has to relocate to Atlanta by January 1st. That's the truly motivated seller. I mean, that's the seller that actually, those are perfect sellers, right? Those are the ones that, you know, you, when you generate, you don't have to tolerate the rest. Exactly. But you don't, I, I you generate, let's say 10 great listing leads. You're going to have maybe two right. that aren't going to try to play any mind games with you. and They're just going to tell you what you need to know to get the job done. Which is why you need the script. Right. The rest are going to play mental rubrics, you know, mental chess with you thinking first, they're just making it too complicated. You know, yep. they're operating out of fear mostly. But really, it goes back to actually following the script and asking the questions in which we've asked the questions. And one of the questions we give you, and by the way, that we give you these questions in different um, variations in case the seller doesn't answer it the first time, you can go back and visit it. Mm -hmm. So Mr. Seller, if this house doesn't sell, do you have a plan B? Or Mr. Seller, have you considered renting this property? You want to know what they're thinking because you might be going through the listing process and all of a sudden this seller appears motivated. The seller's conditioning the house, staging the house. At giving access to property, location's good, everything's good, price is a little off. You need to lower the price by 20 grand. Seller won't lower the price. Well, then you find out after you spent all your money and time trying to get this thing sold for the last 90 days that the seller always had it in the back of their mind that if they couldn't get their price, they were just going to rent it out. Mm -hmm. Had you known that in the first place, your approach to taking that listing, you would have still taken it, but it would have been different. And that's one of the things we teach you um, in the coaching, um, you know, obviously in Premier Coaching. But that really, that's really what gets down to the brass tacks. You need to know 
every single thing about the seller prior to going on the appointment. You need to know what they owe, obviously. You really need to know their motivation. You need to know a lot about how they're thinking and why they're thinking the way they're thinking. Don't worry about it. You don't have to doctor fill these people. We've done all the hard work for you. It's called the seller pre-qualification script, which is the second step in our seven-step listing process. Point number nine, Julie. That's right. All this stuff matters a lot more these days, right? (laughs) So point number nine is for you listeners, find out why they called you. Track your sources of business. Use your whiteboard. We've done podcasts about that, and it's, of course, in Premier Coaching. Use your whiteboard to track this so you can do more of what works and less of what doesn't. Case in point, Larissa, one of my uh, private coaching clients, she has two relocation leads coming in. So why did they call her? Well, she had a, a source through EXP where she connected with them, but she then used a modified question from the prequal script who else in your company is also relocating, okay? So she figured out why they called her, how they connected, and then she took it to the next step so that she can do more of what is working, in this case, her latest two relocation leads, and less of what's not working. Actually, that brings up a really great point. Larissa is enjoying the benefits of EXP's new expanded buyer and seller lead uh, platform that they just announced uh, a couple weeks ago. And one of the greatest opportunities right now at EXP, but really frankly in the real estate industry, is absolutely positively being an early mover and being part of EXP's relocation business. Now, we have a ton of EXP uh, Premier clients. I'd encourage all of you to urgently get Relo certified within EXP and start getting those Relo leads. Last time, listeners, listen to this. Last time I talked to the gal that's in charge of EXP relocation, uh, she said they have 1,200 unassigned uh, EXP referral leads because they don't have enough agents yet to accept the referrals. That sounds crazy, right? And most of these are, well, I bet you 50-50 buyers and seller as far as what these leads are. And yes, these leads include Cardis leads. Those of you who've been sticking with the uh, Realogy brand forever. Yeah, I said that right. I yeah. Right. Those of you, I always get it confused with Realogy. <laughs> it's Realogy. Yeah. Those of you who've been stuck with the Realogy brand forever thinking that's the only way you're going to get the Cardis leads. Well, guess what? EXP Realty, it has Cardis leads. We have a lot of of other leads. If you're ready to take the next natural step in your real estate business and move up to EXP, this is especially uh, great for agents who have teams, small brokerages, medium-sized teams, medium-sized brokerages, luxury. This oh, That's another thing that just got rolled out is EXP luxury. You guys can be early movers in all these new divisions with inside EXP Realty. Julie and I'd love the opportunity to share with you why we uh, moved over to EXP Realty about four years ago and why we know it's the next natural step for all of you. It is the next natural step and the progression of your real estate career. There's no better brokerage that we know about to be associated with, especially during changing times like what we're experiencing now. We'd love the opportunity. We'd be honored with the opportunity to uh, earn the right to be your EXP Realty sponsor. If you've not yet chosen the EXP Realty sponsor, please do text me directly on my real life cell phone at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. Do that urgently. Just text the you know the letters EXP and the subject line of the uh, SMS of the text you're sending over to me, and let's get the conversation started. So please do consider Julie and I as your EXP Realty sponsor. So just text me directly at 512 512- one two seven five eight zero two zero six. Point number ten, Julie. Point number we, ten. We have been really drilling down on point number ten for the last two days. Yeah, that's right. Never. And by never, we mean never, no excuses, don't have different rules for different people, never go to a listing appointment without using the pre-qualification script, all the questions, even if you have to do it as a two-part phone call. 
The use of the actual script will ensure that you don't skip any of the above critical points that we've been talking about, knowledge. And point 10 and a half, I need to modify this. I, I think when I edited this, it went away. Point number 10 and a half, very important. In the pre-qualification script, yes, you're going to ask if they're actually talking to other agents. And I, you know, this is something that's weird too. For some reason, some of you listening think that when you ask, if, they, if you're going there to list the property or if they're also speaking with other agents, for some reason you think that you suggesting that by that question illuminates the fact that there are other agents in the market. Well, so here's how you ask the question. This is right from the script. So Mr. Seller, when agents call Julie and I out or when agents call you, know, you out, when agents call me out, right, sellers you, you, you out. Sellers, I'm sorry, when sellers call me out for the job of listing their home, generally speaking, I'm the only agent they talk with are you considering talking with any other agents? So I'm giving them permission to only interview me, or in this case, you, listeners, when you're using the script, and then you're giving them permission not to have to interview any other agents. Because the reality of it is they prefer not to interview other agents. And here's what they'll say. They'll say, uh, I hope that's the case, which is mean it's your game to lose. You send the pre-listing pack. Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, uh, the pre-listing pack by itself will get the listing for you. You then follow the listing presentation. That's one of our steps in the seven-step listing process. And you'll take the listing. And then that will give them permission not to have to actually interview any other agents. Be clear, they do not want to interview other agents. I would say that will be the case 50% of the time. The other 50% of the time, they are going to interview other agents. And in that case, you want to um, ask to be last. Now, again, in some markets, being last means you won't get it, depending on who you're competing against. But I would say 90% of the time, that's really strong advice. Always try to be the last agent that they're going to interview. The problem is, is if another agent comes in before you and is a very strong closer, they'll talk that seller out of interviewing you, to which we give you a script, which in essence, the essence of the script is, Mr. Seller, uh, so you ask the seller, Mr. so Mr. Seller, you will be interviewing a couple of other agents. Okay, that's great. Um, so when's your first appointment? Okay, so today at seven o'clock and your next one is tomorrow at seven o'clock. Perfect. So let's put me at the, the next day at seven o'clock. Does that make sense? Because Mr. Seller, it's really important that you're comparing apples to apples as opposed to apples to oranges. Um, and so that way, when you're uh, speaking with me, you'll have actually had the opportunity then to compare what we're going to do to get the property sold for you versus what the other agents are going to do. But you got to, and this is the, this is the joke part. You guys can modify this. But this actually says it in the script, but Mr. Seller, you have to swear in a stack of Bibles. You could throw a little laugh in there um, that you won't uh, sign a listing contract with anybody until we have the opportunity to meet. Every single time they're going to say yes. And every single time that'll prevent the other agent from being able to close yes. prior to you going there. Now, what's going to happen is when you deliver that, I'm giving you advanced coaching right now. So pay attention. You're going to deliver that pre-listing pack and the pre-listing pack is something that's copywritten by Julie and I. Uh, and, you know, it's only available through Premier Coaching. Premier Coaching clients get a template. We do have somebody on staff that can modify it, put your own personal brand logo and everything on it. The pre-listing pack is unique to you. Again, it's something that's going to be full of your unique selling propositions, your USPs, your colors, your logos, the whole thing. You're going to send that prior to going on the appointment. That's going to answer all the toughest questions that most agents live in fear of ever being asked of them. Will you cut your commission? Will What are you going to do to sell my house? You know, Bob and Sarah sell all, you know, 90% of the houses in my neighborhood. Why would I list with you? You know, you don't have a team. You know, why would I list with you? Or you do have a team. Why would I list with you? We're going to go through in the pre-listing pack. It covers every single gyration, iteration, objection, you know, objection that you might ever get from a seller. And yeah. how you should answer it. Right. But it's asked, it's 
at giving the objections, giving the question to the seller and answering the question from the seller. That way, when you show up at the seller's house, they're not going to ask you the questions that you've been living in fear of having asked of you. Now, there's a little, and so the pre-listing pack is those indexed pages. We want you to include some other pages in there as well. One of the most critical pages, we've called it, Julie calls it the seller survival guide, which is fine. What it is, it's a list of 20, though you can use 10, suggested questions that the seller uses when interviewing their first two agents you're competing against. This, I promise you listeners, if you listen to what I'm telling you right now, will this and the PLP will 100% knock out even the best competitor in your marketplace. You're going to tell the seller that not only do you want to be last, but you're going to be sending over a package of information called your pre-listing pack. You can call it something else if you want to. Just don't change the pre-listing pack. And make sure, Mr. Seller, when you get that within the pre-listing folder, you're going to find a seller questionnaire. And the questionnaire are 20 questions or 10 questions that I would suggest you use when interviewing the other agents. That way you're actually able to compare apples to apples opposed to, you know, essentially making a decision that's not based on facts. Seller will say, I appreciate that. And so here's how it works. I want you to imagine 10 questions. And these are the 10 gnarliest, ugliest questions you hope a seller never even thinks to ask of you on a listing appointment. That's what these questions are. And so what's going to happen is the quit. Now, you, every competent agent should know the answer to these questions. I'm not suggesting that these are hitting below the belt. These are questions that are going to validate or frankly disprove the other agent that you're competing against as being a real estate professional. That's really what it is. So you're going to have the first question, for example, how long have you been in the business? Maybe you don't like that question because you're a new agent and it's not going to make you look good. That's fine. Skip the one. So the next question might be, what's your list to sell price ratio? Like in other words, if you don't know what that means, listeners, it means basically if you've listed 10 houses in the last you know six months, what percent of the original list price did those sell for? If you've listed no houses in the last six months, then you want to use your broker's uh, list to sell price ratio for homes that they've sold in that same geographic area. We explain how to do this ethically in the uh, Premier Coaching Program. But so what's going to happen is the questions are going to be there. There's going to be a gap. So the seller can actually write down what the answers were from the other agents in the gap between each question. But here's the little fun part. Underneath the question, so let's say the first question is, what is your list to sell price ratio? Underneath the question in brackets is your answer. Our, let's say you're wanting to refer to your brokerage's answer, right? Our list to sell price ratio is 101% of the original list price, that type of thing. And then what's going to happen is the seller is going to read the question. They're going to see your answer, and then they're going to write down the answers that the other agents uh, will you know, try to formulate while they're sitting there in front of the seller. Which might be in some cases, agent didn't know what list to sell price ratio meant. Well, that's exactly what happens. And so as the age, as if you see how we've written these questions down, uh, the order in which you've written them, they get progressively harder. And I, you will experience this. I'm laughing as I think about this. Uh, you're going to go through these questions. You're going to you know, join Premier Coaching. You're going to follow the seven-step listing process. You're going to send the pre-listing pack. You're going to have the seller use the questionnaire. You're going to walk in last on, an eight, on a, you know, a, a three-agent appointment that you're competing with. The seller is going to pull out the seller questionnaire that you provided for them. You're going to see the seller used it. You're going to see that never does the seller get beyond maybe the fifth or the sixth question. Because what they realize is the other agents are winging it, don't know the answers, or ill-prepared. 
And that's what happens. And that's what competition is all about. You're trying to help the seller make an educated decision based on who's actually going to do the best job of selling their home in this market. Doesn't it make sense that it starts with the ability to validate your credos as a real estate professional? Shouldn't every single agent know the answer to some of the basic questions that are factual based? You know, that way a seller doesn't, you know, end up making an emotional question or an emotional decision, which is frankly the way most agents try to sell. Right. Okay. So ignoring the past two podcasts and all of our posts, I'm sorry, all of our points means that you're okay, either not setting the appointment in the first place, not taking the listing, not selling the listing, because here's what happens. What you just went through is highly competitive, highly strategic, advanced level coaching. Why do you think, this is point number 11, never go to a listing appointment without sending your proven pre-listing package, that's right, even if it's your mom's house, your pre-listing package and your pre-qualification questions should not be identical to everyone else in your brokerage. And we help you create that for yourself. Now I, It should now be completely unique. Completely unique. Now, here's the thing. Why do agents, why listeners, why is it that age, that sellers sometimes choose the agent who had the lowest commission and gave them the highest price? Because they thought all the agents were the same because no agents differentiated themselves. That's it. It's a fight to the bottom. That's it. basically they saw every agent as fungible, interchangeable with one or the other. And they didn't know the questions that they should be asking. So their default question is who's cheapest and gives me the highest price. Exactly. That's it's the bottom line. It's not their line. fault. It's not their job to know the questions that they should be asking. It's your job to properly educate them so they can make the right decision, which hopefully is you. You guys see how this is different than the past market? <laughs> Do you guys see how this is radically different? This is called a real market. This is what Julie and I have been, frankly, warning you about, dare I say, for the last 15 years. Yes. This also, by the way, we you know actually sold real estate for a living for many years, many transactions, and that's why you get more advanced through coaching than you do on, say, free YouTube snippets for 10 seconds or something like that. Exactly. Not that we don't do YouTube snippets for 10 seconds. Yeah, but ours are content-rich, very specific points that will make you competitive in the market. And when you get really good with the actual things that actually make you money, then you get inspired. Remember, our job is to educate you. That's what we've been doing. That's what we do in coaching. Motivate you, which is through your education, now you have confidence, right? So knowledge equals confidence, ignorance equals fear. That way you can do part three, which is get into action. When you're really good at this stuff, you no longer are weird about picking up the phone, about being proactive, about doing your lead follow-up, about closing. You know, half of what we talked about today through the questions uh, of the, you know, the pre-qualification script, like for example, when you ask if they're talking to other agents and you find out that they are, and then you position yourself and get them to promise that they won't be committing to anything until they talk to you. Guess what? You're actually closing them. You might not have realized that, but through the script, through your skill, you are actually positioning them to choose you, even if you are having to compete. Well, so what you're talking about is the unintended consequences of actually following a system yes. is that you're validating yourself as a professional. So to Julie's point, if you call up, um, it, let's say you're a seller and you're going to be interviewing agents. A lot of you, that whole idea that you're going to have to compete with sellers for, or compete with uh, for listings is just mind boggling to you. But why would a seller make you compete even your mama or your center of influence past clients? Because they're not confident the house is going to sell in this market because they're scared because they're going to get multiple opinions. And if you have an agent that rolls in competing against you, you might be the top dog in your market selling a hundred trillion dollars of the real estate and 17 trillion homes per year. 
but you're, you basically uh, aren't prepared. You didn't send a pre-listing pack. You didn't pre-qualify the seller. You didn't ask questions. You don't know the seller's motivation. You didn't go last. You were assumptive. You were assumptive. And you walk in there with all your awards and your plaques and your pictures of you and your golden retriever. And you might even have social connections with these people. You will still lose because the seller is going to be very careful about who they hire for the job of selling your homes. One of the blessings and one of the biggest curses of real estate are sellers do, consumers do perceive all of us as the same. They don't really give agents much credit for experience, but it's the agent's fault for not giving themselves credit for experience by proving they have experience by following an actual professional approach. When you, as a quote unquote, an experienced agent, act unprofessional and you act like, say, a new agent who just got their license, why would the seller treat you with any level of respect more than the new agent? You are the one that's causing yourself to be seen as a commodity because you're not taking a professional approach. This should be a huge light bulb moment for all of you. You could have gotten away, if we're being completely honest, with sloppy skills in the past market. FOMO was everywhere. People were fighting for homes. Homes in some markets were going for hundreds of thousands of dollars over asking. Those days are over, and I have news for you guys. We are not in a short-term blip in this economy. This recession, inflation, whatever you want to call it, whatever you know, economic term you want to throw at it is going to last for years. By years, three to five years. Some people believe 10 years. It just is going to be something that's going to bend all the rules. It's going to change all the ways that we think about the money, the economy, all these things. The biggest thing it's going to root out are agents that have low skills. Frankly, business owners that have low skills. Or, or that used to have skills but have gotten complacent because yep. the market saved their butt. That's we, Frankly, that's a lot of what we're attracting right now to our coaching program. Yeah, and I, I would call that latent skill agents. You know, maybe some of them had to compete before things got really hot, but then the market took care of that for them and their listings sold and they didn't have to be that accurate pricing. They didn't really have to ask the seller that much because the seller just wanted to cash out and be done with it. They could FISBO if they wanted to and still get it. Buyers knew they were going to have to compete. You know, a lot of things were kind of taken care of for you as things heated up. That's the reason that social media and social networking and branding and all this other mumbo jumbo has been allowed to thrive because you we, the money was flowing and the business was flowing regardless. It was going to happen. The sale was going to happen without you. Now the sale won't happen unless you have the skill set to help that seller get to the point where they can actually get the house sold. This is the difference between this market versus the old market. Now you're thinking to yourself, this is, there's a lot to learn and there's a lot I'm going to have to learn how to do. Yes and yes. That's a fact. Not going to lie to you. I'm not going to tell you it's going to be easy. You're going to have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. You're not going to feel like doing it. You're not going to feel really great about some of the things that you're going to have to learn how to do because of the fact it's going to take you overcoming some of your fears, like but the fear of rejection. you know what's more fearful? You know what's more uncomfortable? Not doing anything about it. Being assumptive, you know, for our more experienced agents and thinking you've got that next listing in the bag because they're a repeat or referral. And then having some new up and coming agent that's been polishing their skills, who's been implementing, clean your clock and have you not even see them coming. That's painful, right? Or a new agent who has failure to launch because they got caught in a shifting market and weren't quite sure what to do. So they decided to do nothing. What we're talking to now a lot, Julie and I, about people joining coaching and frankly, moving over to EXP are teams. Yes, There are a lot of teams that have been running marginally, if not unprofitable businesses 
through this buyer's market or seller's market. And because the velocity of sales and the cash flow that was happening, it made up for frankly bad business decisions with regards to mostly buying buyer leads and the buyer side of their business. Now they're realizing that, hey, guess what? It didn't make sense in the first place. It sure as heck doesn't make sense in this new market. What the heck am I supposed to do? That's a lot of what we're getting. And I'm also reading um, when you guys decide to go to, uh, well, Andrew from our, one of our new member coaches does a great job of surveying a lot of the people that are joining uh, Premier Coaching. And I'll tell you, Julie, what you said a second ago was 100% true. A lot of the people joining Premier Coaching are ones that actually have been in the business for a while, mm -hmm. have known that they had a skills deficit, have been procrastinating, you know, filling that skills deficit because sure. the market's been selling stuff for them. They've never had to learn how to do price reductions or mm -hmm. have great bedside manners for cranky sellers, you know? That's true. Yep. Have long-term relationships with sellers, all these different things. They've never had to learn it. Well, that's one of the most common questions is what do I even talk to a seller about if it doesn't sell by the second weekend? Yeah, exactly. What do you say? Sports scores, right? <laughs> Change the subject. Politics. Distract them. Exactly. Look it over here. What's in this hand, Pretty Mr. Shiny Seller? Things. That's right. So listen, guys, thank you for the honor of continuing to be your online real estate coaches. We really sincerely appreciate you keeping this number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. Please do give us a five-star review if you're over on iTunes or on Spotify. Again, this is our your job as a real estate practitioner is to be of service to your buyers and sellers. That's your ultimate job. This, and I hope when we say the words that we're saying, when we try to, when we express ourselves the way we express ourselves, it's because we're speaking from the voices of people that not just sold real estate at a high level, but have coached tens of hundreds of thousands, frankly, mm -hmm. of agents at a very high level for a long period of time. And one of the things that I hope you will start to internalize or at least allow to start seeding in your mind is that the greatest opportunities are always made during the greatest times of change for those who are prepared and willing to essentially adapt to the new market. We're in one of those times now. And if you're willing to push past your resistance to change, if you're willing to push past your mostly irrational fears, if you're willing to push past all the you know reasons that agents will and humans in general will procrastinate any form of change, you are going to find that this is the greatest opportunity because of the fact that so many other humans, your competitors, aren't willing to change. People do not like the word competitor. I don't understand that because the reality of it is, is when you're going on a listing appointment, one person gets the listings, other listing agents who competed for that listing did not get the listing. That's the way life works. There is competition. Your job is to become the agent that the seller wants to choose because you've earned the right to be their listing agent. If you lose on a listing, it's because you were not good enough to get the listing in the eyes of that seller, not because that buyer somehow had some inside you know, advantage on you. They may have, I'm sorry, that other listing agent had some sort of inside advantage on you. They may have had that. They may have known the seller. They may have, you know, who knows how they had a connection. But the reality of it is, is you still should have won that listing Won the listing. That's what we used to call it. That's what you should call it now. Win the listing. You need to win the listing 100% of the time, no matter how the cards have been dealt to the other people you're competing against. The only way you're going to do that is taking a skills-based approach. So text the word PREMIER to 47372, or if you prefer, just go to members.timandjulieharris.com. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day, and we'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.